Jen the Builder. And Corey. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Take the Elevator. Well, hello. Hello. So I'm going to clarify something from the beginning. We are only, and I'm asking you, Corey, and confirming, we are only going to be on YouTube on Wednesdays. This is true. Okay, good. Oh, but I'm having such a good hair day, and I love my outfit. This would have been a good time to record for <laughs> Wednesday. I'm just going to have to do it again. Well, I, I can say that your, your hair is gorgeous right now. <laughs> so just take my word for it, guys. It's all good. Aw. All right. Well, first, let me say that Sunday night, no, Saturday night, here in Southern California, we had the most amazing thunderstorms and lightning and rain. Yes. And it was such a good time because I don't know how anyone else does this. Uh, first of all, Southern California, that's not common, especially at this time of year. So we had our lights off, uh, one candle lit, our window opened, and we just stayed still and listened to the rain and saw the show. Yeah. In the sky. It was Listened absolutely and stunning. Watched. Yeah. <clears throat> and it that, was it was beautiful. It was. So I'm gonna slightly turn a corner real quick and I have to say this because you were ha you have been posting some of the most amazing pictures of our home, which we've been enjoying a lot of the the um time to decorate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so I just wanted to say, you know, a lot of these things that Jen uh, has been posting are items that we have purchased from Kirkland. And and it's a phenomenal store that we love to go to. And, man, I'm just looking at everything right now and I'm saying to myself, wow, we did a good job. Yeah, and I think right now the autumn items are either 50 or 70% off. 50 and 60% off. Ah, if you like that kind of stuff, if you like pillows and candles and um, tablecloths. A lot of pumpkin stuff. Yeah, a lot of pumpkin stuff. Yeah. Hello, pumpkin. And hey, pumpkin. It's very unique sayings on things nowadays. <laughs> I like the one, and I we didn't buy it, but it said, hello, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Super cute. Anyways, today we're going to talk about distinctions and what really influenced this was the book of Brene Brown, um, Atlas of the Heart. And she really is very clear on calling emotions what they are. Mm. Because, and I think we've mentioned this before, when you call out an emotion incorrectly, it really does a number or it doesn't really communicate to the receiving person of, you know, what you're feeling you're going through. So we just wanted to make a couple of distinctions from our point of view. Sure. And so we're going to take a pairing. And Corey, I believe I asked you to come up with two pairs. And I'm going to do the same and just see where this lands because it's really important. And Oh, and the second biggest influence, I'm sorry, actually flipped that. The first biggest influence was what you said on a recent podcast about not grouping a whole people as one thing or doing one action right and really being clear on who it is not by ethnicity or the group right so that's why we want to do this and start discussing distinctions absolutely and so with that being said i just wanted to start off by 
simply pointing out that when you when you talk about people, it's really important to get that part right. That piece is so important to people. You yes. know, um, a lot of individuals, I'm going to say it that way, have a place that they feel like they're from. They have a place that they feel like they're connected to. Mm-hmm. And so if you remove that by just putting any old position on that person, it makes them feel like they don't matter. And so that's why mm. my first pairing is uh, race and ethnicity. Good one. Yeah. So uh, typically race is referred to as a concept that divides people. It also uh, puts them into various sets of physical characteristics and the process of ascribing social meaning to those groups. Ethnicity describes the culture um, it, it also sets a, a geographic region that uh, includes their language, heritage, religion, and customs. So it's two very different things. And, and you can see how it could be implemented in society for races because it pretty much just puts us all against one another. And mm-hmm. so that's why I'm not big on race and saying what race are you or what, you know, um, because when you talk about color and race, you're purposely trying to divide because there's there's something that we've been fed for a long time that tells us that there's a certain color of people that are bad and a certain color of people that are not. And I'm not going to say they're good, but because I believe that there's bad in every um, ethnicity and background and there's good in every ethnicity and background. However, they're not the same thing. And so I just really wanted to point that out and start right there. Well, I've got a couple of questions right off the bat. Sure. So you were black. Mm-hmm. Saying you were black, is doesn't that mean I'm identifying your race as the color? You're identifying me by... And I and I and I won't hope I'm using this word properly, but by a social construct that has has been given to us. Uh-huh. And so there's not very many people that know the true identity of the people of color, uh, better known as the copper colored people. Or if you go by the 1828 Webster's Dictionary, it says we, we were the copper colored people indigenous to this country. And and so there's not a lot of people that understand all that. So you have to be able to associate it to something. And unfortunately, unfortunately it's uh, either Negro or black and African American. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole nother subset of reasons why you're being called African American. If you're a person of color um, in America. Is that something that we should unpack now or is that its own episode well and and i've uh referred to this in in the past that's something that really has to be taken time i can't just dump that on people and and hope that they get it there will definitely be questions in there and i I wouldn't have time to go into detail on, on how that you know has happened and and why it's so important to understand that yeah yeah and I recall, I loved when you said this, and I don't know if it was your original thought. And anyways, that doesn't matter. But you had made mention of it's we're the human race. So 
So, Absolutely. you know, it's that ties into all lives matter. Yeah. And all this separating that we do. And we know that identity is important and really critical for a person to identify with certain things and belonging, right? Because belonging is so key. Um, yeah. When you have a group of people that are lost and have no understanding or any idea of where they come from and who they came from mm-hmm. and what their background is truly made up of. And, and you look at it in, the, in these terms. Uh, if you go back past 400 years and then there's just this big disconnect, then you're going to have a misplaced people and they're going to be subject to all kind of mayhem for lack of a better term. Right. And then all of a sudden you get stapled on your forehead, African-American. And nowhere else is anybody labeled by the region of the world that they come from, like European-American, Asian-American. And when I say that, um, I know that that's been something that's happened in the in the very recent uh, times. But before then, absolutely not. And mm. And so we had that issue with, We've never been to Africa. No one knew where Africa was, to be honest with you. But we're being told that. So, and that's why I don't want to unpack all that right now. Right. Got you. Okay. Well, that is a really good place to begin because my pairing, funny enough, let me, let me get my words. Okay. (laughs) Let me just be honest about where I'm at right now. I just had a moment this weekend with my dad's side of the family and celebrated my grandmother's birthday. So I'm full and I'm in my feelings. So I'm having to transition. And so if I'm stuttering, that's where that is. And thank you for your graces at a time. I appreciate it. And when she says she's full, she's Uh, not necessarily talking about food. She's talking about full with family and love and and just the whole environment and i got a chance to experience that so um and this family is filipino and they embrace me and they love me and they um make a a, make it a point to connect me into the the loop of the family so it's a in very enriching enrich uh, is that the right word yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's very rich with love and <laughs> all that good energy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my pairing is understanding versus accepting. Mm. And so I had asked you earlier, Corey, like between the two words, which one's more elevating? You know, that's kind of where I was at. Now, to understand means pretty much to grasp the significance of something. So you're listening and you're trying to understand or comprehend the meaning of something, you know, um, whether it be a story or anything like that. I think accepting is an act where you receive it favorably, whatever the message is or the story is without judgment or bias. You may not agree, but you're accepting. This is, this is your story. Right. Right. Whereas when I'm trying to understand it, some things are not for everyone to understand, you know? Um, Now, 
that's where I'm going with it. I don't know what your thoughts are on that between the two. I'm, I'm thinking you want me to take a stab at it. Or just your, th- you know, what your feedback is. What my feedback that. is. Yeah. So, I mean, when I'm, when I'm thinking about the word accepting, it's pretty much um, me taking it in, processing it, and mm-hmm. saying, okay, I'm, I'm okay with this because I'm, I'm going to have to accept it mm-hmm. one way or another. Understanding it is, for me, um, I, I understand it. I might not agree with it. I might not be okay with it. But, yeah, sure, I understand and and I, I when I say Well that, that just kind of defined what I meant by accepting it. Right. <laughs> so you think it's the other way around. Yeah, maybe. I mean, but that's just my personal ah, interesting. Yeah. So like for example, you were talking about race and ethnicity. And there are parts of it that are cloudy for me that I you know, I'm really looking forward to getting clarification and just talking about it more. Yeah. So I don't understand it. Right. But I accept it. Yeah. You know, I because it's your truth. And so it leaves me in an open and honest and vulnerable, vulnerable, authentic place to hear what you have to say. Now, after the conversation, I may not still understand it, but I accept it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> like, uh, and I remember when I was younger, that was such a big deal for me. Like, I had to understand. I had to agree with it. I had to be completely sold out on it, or I'd argue it, which is why I always thought, oh, I, I, I want to be a lawyer. Right. And that's why when you asked me um, what my pairing was going to be, I went with something very difficult, something a little bit more complex to mm-hmm. uh, unpack and to swallow because a lot of people may have differential points of views yeah. as far as that goes. But the second one you're going to see, it's very uh, elementary. And I did that on purpose because I want people to see that there's differences in, in some of the most simplest things. And then there's differences, differences in um, some really complex things that, that really make our minds go in circles. Right. Right. Now, the distinction I just brought up is really useful and valuable when you're coaching. Mm-hmm. So just a note for anyone listening, we're like, what? I don't have to understand it. You know, what I'm saying is when you're connecting, you may not always understand it, but we can be accepting yeah. of that person's truth. Absolutely. And and I experienced this in, in work where I just don't understand why a process is being done. <laughs> right. And it doesn't. Oh, make, that's a good example. Right. It doesn't make sense. I, I can think of a few ways to make it go a whole lot smoother. Yeah. If you've ever been through a lean class, you know that the whole point is to reduce the amount of people, reduce the amount of waste and reduce the amount of time that it takes to do something. So I see it where it could be done with one person in a very short amount of time with a lot less, mm-hmm. you know, extra movement. But for some strange reason, at times, that's not what's being presented to me. Right. So, you know. Well, you bring up a good point because Jen with the manager hat on, it's important for my team to understand where we're going so they can figure out how and how we're going to get there and 
what we're going to do exactly or what they're going to do. So it's interesting because of different hats. It would be very important for someone's engagement to have full buy-in. And that would really depend on, do they understand it? Right. Right. And so there are times when it may not make sense and they have to accept it, but man, how awful would it be to be a leader that say, I really don't care if you don't understand it. You're just going to have to accept it because I said so. Right. Like not cool. So see what I'm saying? Like in, in a coach's way, it's different from a coach's perspective. Absolutely. But from a team aspect and working together and leading, it's important. They understand. Yeah. No, I totally much, agree. Yeah. I totally understand <laughs> <laughs> and accept it i don't accept it Aww. but i do understand <laughs> you <it>. understand <laughs> absolutely <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's my pairing and um you know i'd love to hear what you all have to say about that one um what's your what's your second pair my second pairing is Alligators and crocodiles. Ah, you're so cute. Okay, we're dialing back, I think. Yeah, and like I said, I did that on purpose because I I don't want to make everything that I talk about something so complex and so heavy and, oh my goodness, why do we have to go so deep, you know? Right, I want off this elevator. Right. It's too much. Stupid elevator. (laughs) Who should have taken the stairs. Right? No, don't. Stay here with us. So crocodile, crocodiles and, eleva- and elevators <laughs> and alligators. Um, I two- know that I know one distinction because sure, I remember when actually two. Um, one's typically bigger, one's smaller, and then it's the difference in their snout or something like that. Yes, there's lots of differences, and I can oh. go down the list of them, but there's no need to go down the All list right. because a lot of people pr- pretty much already know. As you said, the snouts are different. Um, some of the bones are different. Um, the the body size is different. The coloration is different. But one of the biggest differences between crocodiles and alligators is uh, this lingual salt gland that exists inside the inside the uh, crocodile. <laughs> okay. What? Nothing. I just I would have never guessed that you were going to go there. But okay, I love it. So the the reason why that gland exists is so that this animal, reptile creature, can exist in salt water, and the other one exists in fresh water. Ah. And it's not that they can't go back and forth. They prefer and pretty much reside in in their different habitats because of that gland. So the that gland allows what to live in salt water? The crocodile to exist and survive in the salt water. Wouldn't that be weird to see a crocodile in the ocean? Well, <laughs> I'm sure that there are some crocodiles that have access to the ocean. I don't think they live particularly in the ocean. They though. can, they, but they can make it in salt water. Yeah. Is what we're saying. Ah, I didn't know that. Yeah, and so it's it's the simple things that we can look at and begin to understand what the differences are. Whereas there are some complex things that we just don't like. I don't, I don't see how that, you know, why is that appearing in the first place? <laughs> That's interesting. But they I, are related and they are cousins. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can see the, 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 the resemblance, mm-hmm. which I'm trying to remember which one I ate. Oh yeah. I went to Arizona for a conference and they were served, they had a fancy dinner and they had snake. 
And I don't remember which that one was it fancy? was. Yeah. Yeah, count me out on that fancy. Fancy, like, you could tell they spent some money on it. I mean, they had. And that was, like, they were walking around in plates with those type of things, and that wasn't even the meal. They spent and- money on snakes? Yes. They would have had to pay me. It is okay. <laughs> Hello, but my favorite thing was the cactus salad. Ooh. Yum. Yeah. Yum, yum, yum. Okay. I just, I love going to different places and, and trying different things. Anyhow, so here's the last pairing for this episode, and it's recognition and appreciation and the distinction and the importance. Love, love, love yes. that. So with recognition, Corey, how would you describe that? Well, this is your parent. Okay. So I think when you recognize someone, you acknowledge that it exists, that it happened, mm-hmm. right? And then with appreciation, it's more heartfelt. It's more energy put into that action of showing appreciation. Um, And I think it's something that's lasting for me. Yeah, and it's, it's the feeling of uplifting someone that gives that extra energy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an action word anyway. Right. Not that the other one isn't. I'm just saying there's a lot of action when you got to appreciate someone because you got to. You can't see Corey, but when Corey said you got to, he rolled his head around. Like, well, I'm trying to go in circle. In a... I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to give what I mean in body language and no one else can see me but Jen. So. Right. <laughs> Sorry about that for those of you that are listening to what I'm saying. Yeah. So let me ask you a question because our other pairing, we compared it in a work environment and recognition is a question in engagement surveys typically. And um, it's been recognized that people like to be recognized or be rewarded. You yourself at work, would you, what's your preference, recognition or appreciation? Well, I, I would just tell you from my experience, I like appreciation much better because typically where we work, appreciation comes with a day and mm-hmm. food Isn't it true? And parties and That's true. celebrations and all these other wonderful things. Whereas recognition just, you know, we like to recognize you for your hard work. Bam. Applause, 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 on to the next thing on the agenda. Right. Moving right along. But those appreciation days, whoo. I think appreciation goes a long way when you're giving feedback, too. Yeah. And just the appreciation for blocking off that time to spend time with you, be there, be present. And let me tell you, man, a lot of of people, and I won't even say just at our, our place of employment, but a lot of people don't understand when someone takes the time to appreciate you and they're spending money on you. And I I know people are going to say, well, money doesn't mean that and doesn't mean this and blah, blah, blah. But it's still money and it's important that someone is thinking about you, me, and everyone enough to say, hey, you know what? We're going to do something special for these people. We're going to buy them something. We're going to spend some time with them or on them so that they feel Mm -hmm. very 
um, different from the average Joe to, and when I say the average Joe, I, I mean no disrespect to anyone named Joe. I'm just simply saying the average person doesn't get appreciated like most companies are doing in this day and age. And our company is one of those ones. Yes. So we recognize that and appreciate yes. where so we're at. This is our payback to that very situation. That's right. So if I may, and you two may. things, just want to challenge anyone who's listening to take those moments to show appreciation, right? Um, and so I want to take this moment to show appreciation to the family that we spent time with this weekend. Um, I'm not going to share too much, but there was a very special moment with my grandmother and it brought back all sorts of feels of her um, watching me when I was younger. I'm the oldest grandchild, so I had a lot of attention from the family. And I just saw um, the results of her mothering, the way you know she raised her kids. And so it's a very calm atmosphere, very um, serving, right? And just looking out for one another. Not a perfect family by far, but um, yeah, and the words she just shared with me, I really appreciate. And it can I be, give a, a inside outsider look on that? Inside outsider, yes, yes, because I'm very much inside the family, but right. I, I take the position of an outsider quite often when I'm watching interaction with mm. uh, your side of the family. And what I noticed is here's a 93 year old woman who has lived a full life, mm-hmm. and she has a family of people around her. She has the fruit of her labor surrounding her. And when I look at that, and I noticed that um, your grandmother wasn't present in the very beginning. Right. She had to be warmed up and talked to. And once she came to what was going on and understand, man, she was sharp as a knife. I mean, just all over it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I watched as she interacted with each person and how she um, began to respond to them. And and you're right. it it That's her legacy right there. Yeah. And that's in my genes. Mm. And I think that's what I really looked at with her. Like, man, not only has she lived a long, full life, still living, still kicking, um, but just who she is is part of my DNA. And, Gosh, do I appreciate that. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So happy birthday to the matriarch of that family. And um, yeah, I have a lot to journal on tonight. And that's why I'm so full. Mm. You know, I recognize her place in my life and I appreciate every moment that she's given me. Every word she shared with me that has Always, always, always with her. It's always promoted life. It's always been encouraging. It's always been like out of love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think I ever got in trouble with her either now that I think about it. But anyways, um, Corey, wonderful episode. Distinctions. I think we shall carry it on maybe into Wednesday. Who knows? But don't forget, everyone, we are going to be on YouTube on Wednesday. Thank you to everyone who has um, listen, liked, and subscribed. I have not shared it with all the people on my phone, but I will. And I don't want to leave, but we have to leave. So, yeah. you know, us to take the elevator, we say, look up and let's elevate. elevate.